Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson here to tell you a little bit about adfreeshows.com. People often ask me, what exactly is adfree shows all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Not only do you get early ad-free access to all of my podcasts, starting at just $9, but you also get many of your other favorite wrestling podcasts, like Click This with Kevin Nash, Gentleman Villain with William Regal, Oh, You Didn't Know with Brian James, and others, but yes, still just $9 a month. That's 14 podcasts in total every single week, early with no ads. That's like 20 cents an episode. And yes, you can listen to them all directly through Apple Podcasts or through your regular podcast apps. How easy is that? Want some more cheese on that Whopper? AdFreeShows.com has literally tens of thousands of hours worth of bonus content, including fantastically popular series like Eric Fires Back, Title Chase, and Strictly Business. And I don't know why this is a thing, but there's even more than 40 Ask Conrad episodes waiting for you at AdFreeShows.com. We've got monthly Zoom chats with all the podcast hosts, live watch-alongs with wrestling legends, and more. Come on now. See for yourself what thousands of other wrestling fans have already discovered. That's adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling today. Check it out right now. Adfreeshows.com. You'll be glad you did. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to To Be The Man. And of course, we couldn't do it without the Hall of Famer himself, the greatest wrestler of all time, ladies and gentlemen, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Rick, how's it going, man? How are you? Good morning, man. I'm great. Thank you. Man, I'm excited to be on with you today. We had a big weekend in Chicago, raising money for Mongo. We're still doing it over at moneyformongo.com. And as we're talking right now, Rick, we're real close to $17,000. I think by the end of the week, we'll be north of 20 grand. It was a fun time, man. Thanks for coming out. No, it was great. Unbelievable. You know, I, um, <laughs> I never understand people. You try your best to, um, make everybody as happy as can be. And it's always going to be somebody out there with some smart ass comment, you know, you know, who knows? I, I want to make everybody aware of the fact that Mongo is completely, Completely 100% aware of everything he hears, watches, sees. He just can't communicate. Right. But he mentally 100%. And we actually wanted to bring Mongo down to the event and almost did, as you know. Yeah. You can only imagine what some smart ass would have said about that. It's amazing. How about putting in some money and just shutting your fucking mouth? <laughs> Really? Well, I don't know who uh, who's got you uh, fired up today. I haven't. I, seen I just read a couple of negative. It doesn't matter. But it wasn't. It's no. No people told me. I I don't read anything anymore. I can, but if you read it, you can't believe anything you read anyway. So it doesn't right, matter. Right. It's just it's always going to be that you know leave the poor guy alone. Really, I don't think he wants to be left alone. He's alone no. enough, you know. So sorry for those people that didn't think that that was cool. But man, I'm going to be doing it and going to see him again in two weeks and try to get to see him at least once a month. And I'm going to take a picture of him every time. Every little bit helps. Hope you'll go ahead and uh, make a donation. Money for Mongo.com. Again, 100% goes directly to Mongo and his, uh, his lovely bride and you know, n- nothing to rig, nothing to myself, nothing to fight. It's all for Mongo money for Mongo.com. 
Uh, of course, that wasn't the only news over the weekend. Uh, woo, a lot of stuff happening uh, in, in the more recent days. But before we talk about AEW, uh, I, I do want to ask what you thought of the decision to uh, to not take the belt off of Roman and put it on Drew. We had the big clash at the castle, a huge show. Everybody remembers how important SummerSlam 92 was. Not even to just, you know, Great Britain, but but the whole UK, man, they, they were obsessed I with was that. there. And it was a, a special moment to see one of their own win the, 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 the championship in the last match, even if it was the intercontinental. So I think a lot of people, myself included thought, well, you know, hypothetically, we don't need rock and Roman to be a title match. If that's the direction they're headed, it would be a huge match with or without a championship. That, that was, that was just Jeff's thinking. That well, was what Jeff, do you think? We had well, a were you surprised that. that drew, uh, drew didn't get his hand raised. Well, it's not that Drew didn't deserve not to win it, but if you're going to get, if you're going to eventually, if that's the plan, which we all hope it is, and I'm sure the company hopes it is, um, I'm I'm assuming the company never hope or <laughs> assume anything, but if the plan is the Rock and Roman, I just think that the word, ladies and gentlemen, for the World Heavyweight Championship were very important in that match. Yeah. And I think taking the belt off Roman is, is, taking nothing away from Drew could Drew could very easily carry it and be a good champion as well but the 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 big match for the company maybe one of the biggest of all time obviously is Rock if he elects to do that and Roman so why take any luster off Roman the way they did it didn't hurt Drew at all and Drew you know is always going to be great also over the weekend, one of the other big news and, and notes coming out of, uh, Cardiff was the idea that Dominic turned on his father, yeah. Ray Mysterio. Uh, what do you think? He that good last in? night. What'd I, you think? I loved it. He pulled it off. It looked great. And I liked, uh, uh they've got that new little faction together. I like that. Yeah. But he, he, he fits really well in that faction. I like it. Good for him. Get up, get out from, get up, get out from under his dad. Um, you know, what a great relationship they have. And so, um, what, a, what a way to, uh, to get him out on his own and let him do his own thing. And that's, that's how you have, he's never, he doesn't always want to be, you know, raised, raised son. He wants to be Dominic Mysterio. And he, he looked the part last night, he looked good as hair slicked back and everything. Black vest. I like, I really enjoyed it. I'm curious, uh, if you had a chance to see Gunther and Seamus, uh, of all the folks we've talked about on the main roster, I don't think you and I have ever even broached the subject of Gunther. What do you think of Gunther? And, and did you get a chance to see his performance for Seamus? I, I did not. Was it good? It was great. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot I of rest. He's going to be a, a big, big star. And, uh, I was just curious if you, have you seen any of Gunther's stuff yet? I, I have. Yeah. He's, he's, um, Big, powerful guy, but, you know, a lot of finesse as well. And then, of course, the wrestling world is... How, how big is he, 280? Well, that's the thing. He's really done a body transformation. You saw him, and maybe you didn't see him, but down in NXT, he was a different human being than he is here on the main roster. He's really dialed in his physique and his dieting and his training regimen. He looks like a different person. He looks phenomenal. Like, well, How much does he weigh, 250? It'd be tough for me to guess. Yeah. Uh, maybe... Let's talk about AEW. <laughs> the rest of the world. Well, I'm, is. Just, I'm just saying he'd be a great opponent for Brock down the line. Oh, for sure. I think he'd be a yeah. great opponent for for Roman or Drew, yeah. or any of those guys. Yeah, Randy. 
Uh, of course, right now he's sporting the intercontinental title, but a lot of people think it's just a matter of time before he's got some new hardware. Um, speaking of hardware, there were flying chairs and everything else this past week after the AEW show. Did you have a chance to catch any of the AEW show? And have you heard any of the rumor I, in any window? I have, I've been watching this from afar. <laughs> it's very entertaining. You know, that's entertainment the fans want, that's the entertainment they're getting, and Punk has given them a lot of it. <laughs> Have you spent uh, any significant time with Punk? I know you've you've had a little no. bit of time with him in WWE. Uh, but, you know, we just barely got to say hi. Right. Isn't that funny? I I never understood that. I, mean, I was long gone <clears throat> when all the bad blood seemed to appear between he and uh, and Hunter and, and then um, the loss with the doctor and all that. I... I, I wasn't aware of any of that. I just saw it, of course, like everybody else on social media. And I am, um, you know, I always sided with Hunter on that because I didn't know the, didn't know the other guy. So, um, but he's creating excitement now. And if he's not afraid to say it and afraid to, I like the way he said, I'll walk down the hall and be ready. I mean, that's, that's Harley Ray's talking right there. I don't know. I don't know if he's that tough, but <laughs> I love that. That, that old time stuff right there is. <laughs> you don't got you got a problem with me, you can find me. Right there in the building. <laughs> well they did. They found him. And yeah. uh, I, I think the, the whispers are there's a whole bunch of suspensions and uh, a lot yeah. of folks are gonna have hurt feelings and a lot of fallout and maybe there's third parties involved now and it's gonna be an interesting time. And I'm curious from your it, perspective it, it's got to be a divided locker room. <laughs> uh, to say the least. Uh, do you remember being, I mean, we've, we've always heard about personal issues, right? So maybe it was a Jacques Rougeau and a dynamite kid, or, you know, it was a Bret Hart and a Shawn Michaels, but do you remember there being ever like, I mean, Dave Meltzer described this as a melee, you know, it wasn't one or two guys. It was several guys and there's fists being thrown and people are biting each other and chairs are flying. And now really? maybe black eyes, it's a mess. That, that that serious, huh? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh wow! I didn't realize I, uh, that. I've heard more than I should probably share here, but I do want to ask. No, why would you, you hold back? For well, what reason? Stuff in confidence. So or somebody else's podcast? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's the thing. I'm in a I'm in a bad spot because I'm Switzerland, Rick. So if I if I say anything bad about this company or that company, then but you won't be saying anything bad if you just report what happened. <laughs> well, I wasn't there. But, but, but I hear things and people say things and you never yeah. know what, what's real and what's not. But I'm curious, you, you've been in a lot of locker rooms. Do you remember there ever being a melee, like something described? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I've seen some, in the old days, it happened all the time. Give us an example of, uh, of one time you saw just a, a real pier six brawl in the backstage area. You mean in one, it, there are two kinds of brawls. Okay. There's one word a guy will start a fight because he knows it's going to get broken up. Okay. Because there's so many people around. And I would think this is probably the situation with these guys. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it's not like they're walking in the dressing room to talk to Harley Race or Blackjack. That would take a lot of thinking and a lot of talking to walk in to talk to Harley Race about something they don't like as an individual. Right. Or Jack Mulligan. Or Jack Briscoe. I mean, Ole Anderson calling out J 
Jack Briscoe, he still hasn't showed up. Holy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's easy to say it if you can't be found, but I I actually thought it was pretty cool if, if what I've told, and I don't know anything about who won the fight or who did what, but the fact that Punk said, I'll, <laughs> I think, I think it, if I'm not wrong, he said, I'll, I'm, I'm here in the building if you want to find me, right? Something like yep. that? Yep. I like that. And it's probably not what, what Tony or anybody wants to hear, but you know, if he's not, if he has the courage to say that and then he feels that strongly about somebody, um, hey, I don't blame him for saying it. And I, and, and I, I don't, I mean, I like Omega and I like the Young Bucks, so I don't know what the he could possibly be. They seem to me like really easy guys to get along with, but I don't know them that well. And they're all, it's, for me, it's how they treat me as an individual. Right. And they treat me great. I had a chance to be around Kenny a lot when he wrestled uh, Manny in uh, Mexico and really got to know him pretty good. And the Young Bucks have always been awesome. So I don't know. And and CM Punk, I don't know him. So, um, but he said it and uh, I don't know anything about Cole Cabana. That's really, I have no idea what's going on there. But <laughs> he seems to be under Punk's again a little bit, huh? I, I think that's fair to say. I know <laughs> nothing about that. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's talk I about fed that. him and I decided not to feed him. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> we, uh, we're, we're doing ask Nate anything. Wish I, like I could have said that in divorce court. <laughs> You've had plenty of opportunities there. That's for sure. <laughs> I knew I gave you a home run there, brother. Well, listen, maybe you can say it next time. Okay. There's always hope for next time. Okay, Rick, we got to take a time out. Remind everybody that to be the man is sponsored and brought to you in part by Rectech. This is an amazing company that I've fallen in love with. They've got wood pellet grills fueled by all natural hardwood pellets. They got everything else you could need too: coolers, apparel, sauces, rubs, whatever. But the grills from Rectech, man, they got something for everybody, every lifestyle, every budget, and they all have a key focus on flavor, convenience, and versatility. They started just 399 bucks and their factory direct pricing eliminates the middleman. And oh yeah, all their grills ship for free. I have to admit, this isn't my first wood pellet grill, but it is my best wood pellet grill. I had them on the same porch side by side, and there was no comparison. Their RT 700, that's the flagship model from Rectech comes with a 40 pound pellet hopper. What does that mean? It means you don't have to fiddle with charcoal and all that stuff. 40 pounds means you're going to get a lot of cooking without any maintenance. In addition to that, it's 702 square inches of cooking space. Now pull out your ruler and recognize that's more than your family could ever possibly need. They've also got the PID Wi-Fi controller, and that's my favorite part of the rec tech. I'll come back to that. Your favorite part might be the six year bumper to bumper warranty. Talk about peace of mind. The PID Wi-Fi controller, though, boys and girls, it's a game changer. You can turn your grill on. You can turn your grill off. You can adjust the temperature up or down. You can do all of this remotely from your freaking phone. But most importantly, you can really dial in how your food is prepared. I have to admit, before this, I had a dumb old charcoal grill. And, buddy, I thought it was like a rite of passage. You had to monitor that stuff, and it was almost a guessing game. Is it done? Is it overcooked? Is it not cooked enough? And it was so frustrating to pull that meat off the grill, take it inside, puff your chest out, be proud. And then somebody say, Hey, can you cook mine a little longer with Rectech, buddy and this PID Wi-Fi controller? I know exactly when my meat is done. I can get it to the exact degree. I'm talking about the exact temperature. 
It's amazing. I can't recommend it enough. It's also so easy. Even my wife can do it. I'm not saying that to be funny, but we've been together a long time and buddy, she does not want to touch the messy charcoal grill and the tasteless gas grill. Okay. It was easy, but the food sucked. You know it. And I know it with Rectech, It tastes great. And it's so easy. She can bake. She can smoke. She can sear. She can grill. She can even dehydrate on the grill. Just last night, my wife made burgers while I was in here recording. Seriously, Mrs. Thompson made burgers on the grill. I didn't have to do anything. It was so easy, all with the push of a button, and that's why she and I choose Rectech. Get rid of the old tasteless gas grill, throw out the messy charcoal grill, and join an elite wood pellet grilling family. Focus on flavor, convenience, and versatility, and that combination has allowed Rectech to set the new standard in grilling. Visit Rectech.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q. Dot com and use the code natureboy5 to get 5% off site-wide. That's 5% off their top-notch wood pellet grills, their one-of-a-kind ice or coolers, their chef-tested rubs and sauces, the accessories, the merch, everything's 5% off at rectech.com when you use the promo code natureboy5. Uh, we're going to bounce around, talk about 100 different subjects today. Let's, uh, let's do a question from Nick. He wants to know, were American wrestlers nervous about going to Puerto Rico after the events of the Brody murder and the subsequent trial? Nobody went for about five years that I know of. What changed? Why, why and when do you remember people being more? Well, I think a lot of it was just out of respect for Frank. Uh, for, right. I, and I think that it um, scared some people. Um, I just knew that I was NWA champion that happened. I just knew that the NWA wasn't going back. Um, yeah, you know, it's one of those, it, the couple of things that have really happened that are strange. And it's been, I know a lot more about that situation that kind of like you don't want to talk about yeah. a lot more to that situation than people know about. But, um, cause I worked down there so much. I wasn't there that, that I was there the week before, I think, but I, I was not there to see it. Um, but I have seen that, uh, I have seen, uh, it's a very, very, it, back then, not now, the fans are very aggressive, the people are aggressive, it's an aggressive culture, and um, I think that I've learned over the years when you're in a foreign country, you pretty much need to try and get along with everybody. So I don't know what went wrong that night, a terrible, terrible loss. It was a terrible loss for us. Brody was one of the best performers of his time, and he may be arguably the best big guy, like right there with Taker, um, that has ever been in the business. A completely different style, but I mean, he was a hell of an athlete, big, impressive, tough, scary, um, take no shit kind of a guy. So I. No, I just feel bad about the whole thing. Um, I did. I didn't see Jose when I was down there with, with uh, Carlos last month, but um, you know, I, I have been in really, really bad positions, like in uh, San Domingo and in Trinidad, where the people were killing me. And one of the guys, first guy there in the ring to help me get away, I mean, to get out literally alive, was uh, Gonzalez. So. You know, it's it's hard for me to, to even comment on it. It's a terrible, terrible thing. Let's let's just leave it at that. 
Dan Barillo wants to know being Ric Flair, you've heard it all from fans and critics. What's one thing you wish you'd never hear again. What's the one thing I should never hear again that you wish, you know, I'm sure fans and critics say, you know, Oh, Mr. Flair, blah, blah, blah. Is there one thing you get tired of hearing about me or the business either? I get really tired of ignorant opinions. Give us an example. Uh, it, 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 as many people there are in pro sports, aside from aside from pro wrestling, that really should not have a mouth or an opinion. Period, because they don't have any idea what it is to sweat, much less bleed, much less go on the road, much less drive three thousand miles a week. How can they have an opinion on anybody's life or life or lifestyle? And how can someone that has not ever done anything with a football, never worked out, never done shit, have an opinion about football or baseball? If you haven't done something competitive in your life where you really had to compete and sweat and get hurt and pay the price, it's one of my favorite lines, pay the price of a lifetime, then goddamn it, you shouldn't have a, you should not have the, you should not have the ear of the American public to criticize anybody. And you're talking well, to Skip Bayless right now, right? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm, I'm talking to a lot of people. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 amazing because they are making they are making opinion they are making opinions on something that they just read or look at or analyze, not because they've ever done anything with it. See, my, I'll give you my personal opinion. I was, I'm such a tennis fan. Yeah. I could never say this, but I will say it. would never say it like on Twitter or something, but <clears throat> I wish Serena had not played the devil's match before. And I know she did it because she and her sister are very close and, you know, and, and she made a decision based on emotion. But Serena should still be in the tournament. And I believe she would be if she hadn't played that devil's match the night before. Yeah. But that's who she is. That's what makes her the greatest of all time. I mean, you know, I hear Margaret Court's upset about that comment, but, you know, it's like, they're still talking about Michael. They're still talking about LeBron. Yeah. And I don't hear anybody else's name in the, in the conversation except Kobe. Hell, they're still talking about Wilt and yeah. Shaq, you know? So... To be 41 years old in semifinals with a five-year-old daughter, and I'm mean, playing deal. her ass off. God bless Serena Williams. Well said. If it, if anybody should be bitching about not getting enough acclimation, it'd be Chris, who's sitting right there in the court, right? Who was who was ranked number one in the world longer than any woman ever? Yeah, she's got no problem passing the torch. Mr. Rightway wants to know, Rick, when did you know that you fell in love with pro wrestling? Is there a moment as a kid, as a, as a young fan where you're like, oh, this is my shit, man. The first time I saw the crusher on TV. <laughs> really? Yeah. Let me see. I was probably. I was probably, you know, like 10 years old, maybe eight years old. 
I fell in love with it, never knowing I was going to do it, but I love I loved watching it. But I like roller derby too. <laughs> and hockey. Anything that was physical. <laughs> what was it about the crusher that, that drew you to him? What was the greatest it? promo? I mean, it's a very simple promo, but the, the dollies and the babies and the drinking the beer at the bar. And <laughs> I refined that a little bit to be style and profile. <laughs> but he was a real charismatic guy. Um, I wouldn't say he was um, AJ Styles in the ring by any means, but <laughs> he and Dick the Bruiser were entertaining as hell. And with Bobby Heenan managing the Blackjacks, Lands and Mulligan against those guys, but they drew some major money. Oh, my God. As did Henning and Race together. Larry and Larry and Harley. Can you imagine getting in a ring with Harley Race and Larry Henning? I had that experience. <laughs> Get up, kid. Get up, kid. <laughs> He's the just playing with you. He's just playing with you, kid. Don't let him break you. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> you think they can do that now? No. <laughs> what do you think would happen? Just as, a, just as an example, if all that melee was going on in the locker room and Harley Race broke down the door... <laughs> I think everyone would stop what they were doing. <laughs> everyone would have gone, ah! Wyatt <laughs> Earp's here, boys. <laughs> He'd have gone, kids, settle down before I have to hurt one of you. <laughs> That's the way it would have been. <laughs> Same with Jack Mulligan. Or Dick Slater. <laughs> I've seen some tough guys come through the door. A different time, for sure. Yeah. Different the people, time, the same business. People's Champ wants to know, has there ever been a situation where Rick regretted putting someone over? And if so, why? I don't know that I ever regretted it. I mean, I, I couldn't understand why sometimes, but I don't think I've ever thought past that. I mean, I could have gone on that panel we had the other day. There was some live ammunition available for me right there, but I, it just, you either live in the past or you, or you move forward. But there was a lot of ammunition at that table the other day on that, on that thing for Mongo. You know, <laughs> I like people when you... have made a living dicking my life around or adding, making comments or adding, adding or subtracting from things they wouldn't know if they weren't in the halls. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, and you know, it's like, um, people ask me all the time, you know, about, about, about Hunter, Hunter and I, you know, Hunter and I, our, our disagreement is not about, it was, it was about the trademark, but how many guys, um, this is a very real an opportunity to address this. Do you think that if it was Shawn Michaels or Steve or Taker or Red Hart, if they, for example, had called Becky, be like Hitman Becky or Heartbreak Becky, or da, da, uh, they wouldn't have been equally as pissed? We're not talking about, we're not talking about just a name. We're talking about millions of dollars. Millions. As you know, merchandise is millions. Yeah. 
So, you know, it, it's it's one of those things. It happens, and you have you can't dwell on it. You have to move forward. But I, I think people in, 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 at that level of notoriety that have worked that hard on their brand uh, would be as upset as I was. Because ultimately, I won. They, right. they, they still don't have the man. Even though I sold it to them, they can't get it to them. They can't get it. So, you know, uh, but I didn't, get, I didn't make any money. So what do you win? Stinky Wizzle Teats. What a name. Wants to know, where's the best place to style and profile in Tampa? Wow. Well, they say Hyde Park, Soho, or Channel Side, or the Heron. (laughs) 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 The Nature Boy can be found at Channel Side. (laughs) Yes, he can. Uh, there's not, there's, I'll tell you, Tampa, I never realized and I had not realized how, how beautiful this city is. I mean, I've, you know, I've, I've lived in Charlotte for 42 years, then nine years in Atlanta, but I spent half my life in Atlanta working there back, you know, from Charlotte. Um, but um, Tampa's better than all. Down here, T- Tampa is, is God, the, the real estate values are insane. The beautiful city, the mayor, the sheriff, I mean, everybody, it's just, they've kept it really nice, and it's a great place to live. And I know that you, when you came, I think you were surprised at how cool it is. Oh, yeah, I'll be back. I'm trying yeah. to come back next weekend. It's going to be fun. What are you going to Cancun for? I can't talk about it on the podcast. Oh, you can't? No. Double okay. secret probation stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dwayne, Dwayne wants to know, does Rick know who his birth parents are? Do they know who he became? I have no idea. Fred Phillips, you mean? Yeah. Fred I don't think Phillips. a lot of our listeners maybe even know that. Do you want to? The nature boy, them? Fred Phillips. I don't think so. <laughs> that would have sounded a little different. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my actual brother reached out to me. Really? But about a year ago. Yeah. I didn't Wendy. know that. How did that go? He wanted to get together and I declined. What's the thinking there? No interest. But where do you go from there? Right. Yeah. What are you going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have Beth used to exhaust me wanting to know, you know, the kids, they need to know your medical background. Da, 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 da. I mean, so I mean, it, I, I, I just don't, that, I was so happy with my parents and I was so lucky to have them that I never looked back and never thought about it. Yeah. I don't know if they felt the same way, but <laughs> I certainly did. <laughs> Kevin on Twitter little, wants to know. Little Ricky. <laughs> little Ricky. I mean, okay, little mom. Okay, mom, I'll go downstairs. <laughs> uh, Kevin wants to know, would marketing JCP with action figures, cartoons, and cereal have alienated the fan base in the eighties? What things could they have done to market and still remain the serious promotion? That's an interesting question. Of course, the WWE became a licensing juggernaut, 
you know, they had rock and wrestling cartoons, the association with MTV, they had the LJ in action figures and man, lunch boxes and vitamins and everything else. Rocket never I, really I, I think we could have had merchandise. I would have left the cartoons then out. Yeah. They they just they, they had they had a machine. Right. You know, and Hulk was the head of the machine and uh you know, we we had a we had a better wrestling product. But we didn't make nearly as much money because of just because of merchandise. I mean, we sold out just like they did. Um, we just didn't have any, you know. It, I, I think Charlotte was different than New York, and in New York people came to Vince and said, "Hey, we can do this with your, with your brand, and we can do this." And who even knew what brand meant in nineteen eighty? Did you? No, no, of course did, not. Did, did, did the word brand exist? No. Not, not like now it's, it's above the, board now, for sure. Now it's in every now it's in everybody's life. Yeah. So the answer is yes. Most I mean the four horsemen should have we should have gotten rich on merchandise. Rock and roll express, steamboat, magnum, dusty. I mean, look look at look at how relevant dusty stuff is today. I mean, people still talk to me about Dusty. Yes. Piper. I mean but but the the marketing we did they didn't have that and I, 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 I think that's more because we were in Charlotte, South Charlotte, North Carolina, and that the people that did that stuff and did it for a living were right there in the New York area. But I definitely agree we could have had marketing and, and still had a better wrestling product. Uh, Darren wants to know: Was the Space Mountain promo completely off the cuff? Off the cuff. Spring break. <laughs> if you're driving to Orlando, why not pull over on Riverdale Road? 18 to 28, no boyfriends, no husbands. Marriott Hotel. And ride Space Mountain for free all night long. <laughs> so silly, but so fun. Unbelievable, huh? Uh, Lewis, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty witty. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by car shield who makes it easy and affordable to protect my car from expensive repairs. And that's just for starters. Car shield is the number one auto protection company in the U S and offers protection plans for around a hundred bucks a month. The plans cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. And let me tell you how simple it is to get your car fixed. When you need a repair, you choose the mechanic and car shields administrators handle the rest. That's it. You don't have to deal with the paperwork or headaches you're taking care of. Same goes if your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Plans through CarShield also include coast-to-coast -coast roadside assistance. CarShield administrators are there for you with rental car options and trip reimbursement at no extra cost, too. Get coverage today, and you'll lock in your price now, and it will never go up. That means as long as you own your car, no matter how old it is, you're protected from the rising cost of parts and repairs for your vehicle. CarShield helps protect my wallet from expensive car repairs, and they'll do the same for you. Go to carshield.com slash podcast to start your plan and lock in your pricing forever. That's carshield.com slash podcast. A deductible may apply. Lewis Appleton wants to know, if not a wrestler, what? That's a fun question. What do you think? I, you I don't know. That's a, big, that's a big question, Mark. My For years, I told people I wanted to be a dentist. You know, I couldn't pass 
It took me 18 years or 13 years to go to high school and probably would have taken me 18 years to pass a calculus class. So how was I going to be a dentist? <laughs> that was just a convenient answer. <laughs> I don't know what it, I probably would have sold something. Who knows? Uh, sing I, 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 I think I would have been successful, whatever of I course, chose to yeah. do. It was just finding my niche. Well, you found it. Yeah, when I found my niche and I couldn't, it's been a 50-year itch. <laughs> my niche is a 50-year itch. <laughs> Singpath wants to know, who's a better worker, Brett or Sting? Better worker, Brett or Sting. Um, I'll go like this. More technically, technically better is Brett. Charismatic, charismatically, um, uh, Sting. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, you can't take anything away from Brett's great technical skills. He was a real mat, a real mat technician. But I think Sting in the '80s with the blonde hair and that thing was really one of the more one of the most certainly one of the top three most charismatic people I've been around or four. I mean, he 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 oozed of it, and he just uh, uh, on top of that, he's a great guy. And how about me and Bret Hart being best friends, uh huh? Who would have thought? That amazing. All those yeah. years of that bullshit. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, every time I see him now, it's just like, how you doing, man? Him coming to my match. He even finally came over to Kid Rocks and had a beer. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> Sean McCusker wants to know, any good Ernie Ladd stories? We never talk about Ernie. Oh, uh, the big cat, man. Me and the big cat were like this. So here's the best Ernie Cat story, Ernie Ladd story of all time for me. Is he, you know, he was good friends with Jack with um, um, Jack Kemp, who was a quarterback for the Buff uh, for the Patriots or the Bills, who ended up being a U.S. senator, right? Right. So and he and he loves sports. We would talk about sports, and he'd say, "Yo, I feel like driving. I'm a little tired." So I drive, you know, about three hours of a six-hour trip. He'd say. Say, you need me to drive? I'd say, yeah, God, you mind for a while? Started up drinking like hell. He didn't drink very much, you know, and uh, he had, the, had that Lincoln. He had it all the way back. And he, I'd be driving for five, five, he'd be driving for five minutes, and I would close my eyes, and he'd go off the road. And I'd jerk, and jerk, and jerk my head back up. I'd go, you okay? He said, yeah, yeah, just yeah. doze off for a second. <laughs> We'd go two more minutes, he'd do it again. So I said, I better let me drive you. He would just fake me out all the time. He just wasn't going to drive. <laughs> <laughs> it became the big cat's personal, personal, uh, um, driver when he was there. But yeah. I loved me some Ernie Ladd, boy. What a, what a great guy. Mark Clark wants to know Did Rick ever meet Elvis Presley? And has he ever been to Graceland? Neither one. I kind of thought for sure you would have been to Graceland at some. No, I never have been. Isn't that funny? You know, it's funny. I've never been to the Smithsonian Institute to see my robe either. <laughs> well, we should make that happen. I was there. I was there as a kid, but I never, never got to go there. Um, um, I've been to the Smithsonian as a kid, but I've never been to Graceland. Skylar Steele wants to know what's your biggest regret in the business and your biggest regret outside of the business. 
biggest regret in the business was not um, was not telling Eric I, I had to get paid the same to go do the job. Hmm. You mean yep. when Hogan and uh, Nacho were coming in? Yep. I went and recruited them both, got, talked them both into coming, and I should have said right there, I'm not doing this without pay, which yeah. I was, which was suggested to me many times. And then, of course, my second biggest regret in the business would be the fact that um, Barry Bloom represented me along with Michael Braveman, who also represented Eric, also represented... Um, I think Scott and Kevin at that time. I mean, talk about a conflict of interest. But you know, you know, you just you believe it. And you, 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 we have no choice because we're not not anything else except the wrestling world. We have no choice but to believe in in what they tell us. And uh, right, Jordan Cleveland has a fun story. I'm sure you're gonna love. What's your best Michael Hayes story? Oh God, so many with Michael. Yeah, without telling a story, I guess the greatest thing I, you know, for a guy that admired Michael a lot, was we were getting off the uh, the tram at the land airport, riding upstairs, and and I'm walking over to get in the car with Arn, and Michael's walking over to get in the limousine with Cher and Greg Allman, and I said, Michael, you've made it, brother. Cher was standing right there. No shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went with Michael to the limelight to see her back in the 80s. We drove in from uh, Columbus. You go, God, I love Michael Hayes. He's, he's been such a good friend for so many years and so long. And had so, so many good times. My 40th birthday in 17 was at Baltimore. <laughs> a night to remember. <laughs> Andrew wants to know, what's your favorite Rolex you ever had? Um, well, by far the favorite Rolex is the one that Sean gave me. Yeah. That I gave to Ashley after I, uh, when I got real sick, I realized that I needed to start giving out my stuff because I, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather have them see him wear it now than, than be, than be dead and knowing that they had it, but not getting them to see him, not getting it. That's why I gave you uh, Andrade my Hall of Fame rings. Yeah, you know I want. I'd rather have to see you guys wear them now than when I'm gone. You know. Well, that's awesome. Thank you. No, for it's, that. it's the way I feel. I mean, what? It's nice to have all this stuff and in, in you know in these trusts you put together like my intellectual property and all that. But what good does it do if you can't you know, see? that Ashley wouldn't take that watch off for anything in the world. Right. And read and read one that more than anything. So. If I figured that I would just give it to her and she won't take it off, you know, and Andrade wears the ring and you wear yours, I hope. And of course I'm prouder of that than I am. I mean, I'm proud, I'm proud of the fact that I, I received it for the company, but I'd rather have my fa my family wear it now where I can see them. Uh, Tony Jones wants to know, and this is a serious question. We've had a lot of fun today. What would your advice be to people who've lost a child? Ooh. Not to um wow. I, I made some bad choices after after Reed passed. I would say to um 
surround yourself with your family mm-hmm. and not to just stray off and find so much misery within yourself. And, you know, if you, with my problem was I blame myself and I, there's no way, no way to share that guilt because he was with me. We call it like dying. I've said a thousand, I'm dying on my watch, but, um, I made some terrible choices in life after that. And I drank a lot. I drank, but I mean, that was like major din. You know, I was, I said 10 in the AM to two for five years. Just, I completely put my, my, my life on hold because I blamed myself. And I do, I do to this day somewhat, you know. You wanted to be like me, and that wasn't cool. We'll slighten the mood a little bit. Daryl wants you know, to know. I'm just beyond, I don't know. I would just say surround yourself with family and not be looking for the first girl that can tell you something to take your mind off it. <laughs> Daryl wants to know, did you ever actually ride Space Mountain, the roller coaster? That would have been a Absolutely. fun little walk. You did do I it? Stood, I stood in line for years, yeah. How about that? I can't believe you had to stand in line, didn't they? With all four of my kids. That's fantastic. But then I got, then along came Universal, and I got that that family pass, and they had, to, they had the beer at the Jimmy Buffett's and the turkey wings. So I moved over to Universal real fast. <laughs> That no alcohol at Disneyland and opened up Epcot did not work. On <laughs> 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 a hundred degree day. <laughs> uh, Peter James Morrison wants to know, did you ever use any of your title belts as a prop in the bedroom? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you kidding? My goodness. <laughs> That's a great question, but it's almost ridiculous. What do you think? <laughs> hey, Clint, we need to sterilize the belts later. <laughs> what What do you think? Just, you know, trying to get ready. <laughs> need to make sure that we're taking proper precautions. Oh, yeah. Hey, you can wear this if you want to. If, if. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I don't really know where those robes have been. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Woo! Uh, Rob wants to know what's the best Tony Schiavone story that's never been told. I can't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't touch it, Tony. I had too much fun with Tony the other day. Uh, Kelly, the uh, Asian friend um, from Korea, oh, was with she's us. She's lady. Yeah, I met her in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful. She at Indiana State, and she lives in Indianapolis. She drove up for the weekend, but I. I told Shivani she was my traveling Asian masseuse. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Shivani walked up to her and said, Are you, are you really Rick a traveling Asian masseuse? And, and she, she said, Yes. He said, He doesn't even know. I said, How much do you cost? <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Uh, that's all I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, 
Um, <laughs> my travel in Asia masseuse. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it was nice to see uh, Joe Gomez come hang out with us. Uh, Joe was great, huh? Yeah, he went to Mongo's with me, too. You know, I, Ma- Mongo smiled for a whole hour. That's fantastic. I didn't realize that, you know, he has that, they, they in, uh, which is interesting. I didn't know this. I don't know if I told you this. They, they inject him with cannabis, the oil cannabis. Oh, wow. Okay. Cannabis oil. And then with a little Xanax and all that about four times a day. And right after the injection, um, he is so alert for a while and he, he literally smiled for a whole hour while we were there. That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, his eyes lit up and he smiled and, you know, he can he move his lips and Misty can understand him. It's hard for me to, but yeah. Oh, Dean, Dean Malenko came as well. So, yeah, it was really nice. Um, God, to see him fighting like this. And then, you know, every time I wonder if I could make it or any of us could make it or anybody you're close to, you look at that and you see him smile and laugh and he 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 looked at he looked at, at me and was trying to ask me who Kelly was. I said she's my assistant. He big smile came on his face. I said, Mongo, there is You should have told him you should have used his own line. She's on scholarship. Yeah, yeah. She's on scholarship, yeah. Oh God. Bill Robinson wants to know, what do you call the move when you go upside down in the corner? You know, the up and over, what do you call that? Oh, the Ray Stevens bump. Okay. I learned it from Ray and then Sean got where he could do it better. (laughs) Uh, Carl wants to know when was the first time you met Hulk Hogan? In Atlanta TV, Terry Bollea, Sterling Golden. How about that? He was on his way to Memphis. But what, what, yeah. a, what, a, what a great physique he had then. Wow. Demetrios wants to know if you had to do it all over again, would you? My whole career? Yep. Everything, everything minus, um, everything minus two marriages. There you go. Yeah, I just wouldn't have got married twice. So I just can't say enough. No sense even commenting on it. Jose wants to know who would you like to play you in a movie? Well, there's talks right now that I can't mention. They are making a movie in my life. And I know that they've talked to um, Bradley Cooper. Oh, wow. Yeah. I could see him doing that. I could see him. I don't don't know what I expected. That's the only name that's come up and I don't, and that's only that that's only rumored. I mean, I've, I've heard, I've heard it officially, but it's not, it's not in place. So ladies and gentlemen, it is not true that he's playing Ric Flair. (laughs) <laughs> I would like, and I heard they have talked to that's who okay Bradley Cooper is not playing me in a movie <laughs> so yet yet we hope he does yeah yeah um 
So producer Steve, you says, know who else I like? I like Chris Pratt. That, wow, that, okay. that TV show Terminal List is unbelievable. Have you seen it on Prime? No, I know you love it, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you've got to see Terminal List. It's phenomenal. I, uh, producer Steve is telling us that Sebastian Stan would really like to play you in a movie. Uh, he well, I've was, been told uh, that too. Yeah. Yeah, I've so, been told that too. Tony wants to know what's with the tape on the fingers? How or what? How does it work? Why does it work? It's where I carry my blade. How many times did you tape your fingers when you didn't have a blade? Just because you want have- every night, my whole my, every night, my whole career. I see. I was so superstitious about having wall tape like that, whether I had a blade or not. Is there very one guy? I didn't, very rarely, I didn't have a blade. Who sat you down and in the eighties? Huh? Who sat you down and taught you how to a make a Art, blade and b Art do Nielsen. Art, Art Nielsen. Nielsen. Tell us about Art. Sign a name out R- for me. Roanoke, Virginia. So I met Art, and he was a fitness freak at this point in time. And uh, he grabbed me and said, "Do you want to ride with me, kid?" And it was a rough old veteran. I said, "Yeah, I'd love to." And we did the wheel every night, five hundred on the wheel. That's the first time I'd ever seen that damn wheel. You know, we we get on our knees and roll it out back and forth. Yeah. We'd do 500 of those before the matches every night. And he's the one who taught you about the finger on the tape and the whole deal. Yep. In Roanoke, Virginia. At the, at the uh, old, um, something garden long before the Roanoke city center. Yeah. He, he said, do you want to, he said, you want to make 50 bucks more tonight to promote one? So I said, yeah. Said you, you, what do you think about cutting yourself? I said, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah, fifty bucks. Hell yeah! <laughs> he, he, he put it on me. <laughs> I memorized it real fast. <laughs> um, Uncle J eighty nine wants to know: Is there one match or storyline you wish you could go back and redo, and why? One match or storyline I wish I could go back. Oh God, my last match. What would you change? I would have gotten hydrated and been able to do all the stuff. <laughs> I, I would have, I, I would have done the last thing you'd ever think about was getting, getting dehydrated. You wouldn't, I'd never experienced that in my life. I felt great. I just, I just was, I just forgot. Does that make sense? By the I mean, way, doctors how- checked me out. I've been there. There's, there's nothing wrong with me. I just was fixated and weighing 218 pounds. Right. And I was, shit, I had drank eight day whites. I drank one cup of coffee. I never thought about drinking a bottle of water all day long. And you can imagine I was nervous. So it, I I never even saw a match on the cards. And I heard there's some great matches. We've talked about that. The undercard was great. And I didn't get to see any of that because I was so mentally you know, wrecked about getting my stuff together. You know, it's a lot of pressure when you when you realize how many people are dependent on you, and I, not dependent on me, but yeah, I put I put way too much pressure on myself and that. But clearly, I couldn't just get in the ring and go woo. I knew that, so I spent those three months, you know, as you know, training my ass off, and I just wish that I could would have thought about every aspect of something that could go wrong. 
because Jay and I practiced so much more stuff than we got to do. And when I got lightheaded, I didn't even think about the fact that I could be, being get be that I would be, uh, become a hyd- dehydrated. That didn't even cross my mind. How fun was it this past weekend when we got everybody together to watch your last match? Road Dog, who was wearing the headsets in the back, yeah. and Jay Lethal and Jeff, and that was fun, man. Oh God, it was the best. You know, I had never seen it back. Then when you, and that's when you that's when you really realize how much better it could have been. But you can clearly see that the best part of it for man when Manny's trying to get get up, sir. You have to hit him with the brass knuckles. You saw that, right? Yeah. <laughs> get wake up, sir. <laughs> get up, you old bastard. <laughs> um Dragon seven eighty seven wants to know when is Ric Flair drip coming to Florida? Everybody's asking in the comments about Ric Flair drip. Do you have any information you can share with us? Because I know you're in eleven states and expanding all the time. We hope in the next six months. Awesome. So um that's you know that's probably sitting over there in Tallahassee right now. But um I know that it'll be a big hit down here. <laughs> oh, for sure. It, it, it's a big hit locally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's been a big hit one at a time. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm taking a look at Ric Flair drip here. Is this really fixing to happen? My goodness, ladies and gentlemen, Ric Flair drip coming to a state near you. Eleven states and rolling. I can't believe what I'm looking at right here. But here's the Nature Boy. Lighten up right here on the podcast. Never thought I would see this before. Here did I. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, Ric Flair Drip, coming to a store near you. Tell us where we can find all the details about Ric Flair Drip at. Um, I'll on to you. Details change every day. I've been told it's the finest. I can't believe Flair what we're doing right woo. now. Huh? I said, I can't believe what we're looking at right now, but I'm sure when you're done, you're going to want some woo wings. You can find them on Uber eats or the postmates app in Nashville, San Antonio, Jacksonville, Huntsville, and Tuscaloosa. Oh, by the way, woo wings is looking to partner with existing restaurants in major Metro areas. Tell your favorite sports bar, or local restaurant. You want woo wings in your town and to visit Ric for more information on how to become a partner. But if you're in Nashville, San Antonio, Jacksonville, Huntsville, or Tuscaloosa, just hop on your Uber Eats or Postmates app and look for Woo Wings. Perfect compliment for Ric Flair Drip. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo! The five-star reviews are in, and it's confirmed. SaveWithConrad.com can save you thousands. Jimmy E. writes that we saved his family more than $1,000 a month. James S. says we saved his family more than $1,200 a month. But how much can you save? It's free to find out right now at SaveWithConrad.com. But if you've got a second mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, or even worse, if you're in a 30-year loan, it's not a matter of if we can save you money, but a matter of how much at SaveWithConrad.com. 
Rick, uh, Steve from Jersey wants to know what diet did you use to get in the best shape of your career? Chicken, fish, chicken, fish, chicken, fish, um, fresh vegetables, steamed, um, trying to think I really I mean I only had one cheat day a week so I went two four I was like 238 down to 218 maybe 235 to 218 but I just and I and plus four 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 two a days a week I tried doing five at first but I was just too tired right so and uh you know I know how to diet I have done that before in my life and i you know there's, there's always a formula everybody had a different formula but for me if i eat chicken and fish uh, especially if i'm going to eat late at night i have to eat something light like salmon or something you know the old me would be eating pasta from joe's place and meatballs at 11 o'clock at night i can't do that anymore keep my weight down so you know my, it's you know it, 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 everything changes when you get older as you know and it just you know, you've got to find out what's right for you. You can get a thousand opinions. You can have 800 million people tell you what to do, but you have to experiment with different ideas yourself and then figure it out from there. Boy, here's something I never thought I would ask you, but I'm sure it's happened. Steve wants to know, do you remember a, uh, an instance where a wrestler farted during a match? Farted during a match? I'm sure there's gotta be some fun moment where somebody somewhere in the course of a match has a, I left the spot. I left the spot. My trunks wrestling Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> Too many in the Charlotte Coliseum. In the Charlotte Coliseum. Wow. That's another thing. You know, that's another reason to be honest with you. As you know, I've got, because of my surgery, I've got, that's another reason why I didn't eat all right. day long because that you never know that my 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 chemistry is not on a regular basis uh, as a result of the surgery but tr trust me i'd be i'd rather have the issues of, of rather have those issues than uh than have the other happen when i was on, on my last match <laughs> there's a couple fair gummos that can tell the tale yeah more, uh, more than a couple <laughs> <laughs> Tracks in the Dallas airport. <laughs> uh, Ian wants to know who's going to win the Super Bowl this season. Well, God, living here in Tampa now, you can't help but love the Buccaneers. Um, and of course, after meeting Mike Mike Vrabel, I can't help but God, what a great guy he is! You got to pull for the Titans a yeah, little. So I got to pull him for the Titans, but I, um, you know, I, I. I'm the kind of guy like I, I like to have friends or know the coach. So, you know, that's why I'm always going to like Michigan a little bit for college because I know Jim so well. They got off to a good start. Um, but the Super Bowl, um, oh God, I don't know. You know, it's funny. I, I like the Buccaneers, but I really like Aaron Rodgers. And I, I hope I hope for Rodgers' sake, and because, in, you know, as great as he is, they're always going to think he needs another Super Bowl. I hope the Packers make it. And I hope that, uh, God, I don't know. On the other side, 
trying to think. God, I have to put some thought in that. I really like I really like Russell Wilson, but I don't see the Broncos winning. Yeah. Um, who's on the other side? A lot of sports books have the Bills. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, it's got to be a big year for him. I, I I like that Stephon Diggs. He's their receiver, right? I don't see the Bills getting there. Maybe I, I don't either. I, I I'm still going to go with the Buccaneers, the Packers, or the Rams. And then um, hey, the it could be the Oakland, huh? You got to be pulling for the Titans on the AFC side. Oh, I t- and Titans, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious. You know, Week One is in the books now. What'd you think of week one of college football? Your, uh, your Georgia Bulldogs. I can't keep up with how you flip flop these teams. Uh, but man, they, they just destroyed Oregon. Does that set, does that tell us that Oregon isn't as good as we thought or Georgia's better than we thought? Well, I think first of all, I can't believe that LSU got beat. I can. What in the hell? Yeah. I mean, and 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 second of all, I'm a big fan of that kid, that new coach at Notre Dame. Man, I think he's gonna he's gonna end up, end up having a good team. And I watched that special on him on uh, game day. What a background being an All-American linebacker, Ohio State. He's played. He's well educated. Great family. I'm a big fan of his, the Freeman kid. Um, you know. I, I like Georgia, but I and I don't know Kirby Smart. I've never met him. I made that joke last year. You know, he said hi to me and didn't say hi to Herschel and didn't acknowledge me. So hard for me to be a bulldog. I'm actually liking the Gators a little bit this year too because of the fact that uh, Napier, them beating um, who they yeah, they beat uh, somebody. They beat, they beat Utah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but Utah won the won the Pac-12 last year. Both Utah and Oregon got spanked. It's crazy. I mean, it's, a, it's coming over to the SEC is a big deal, as you know. Being with the, being the Alabama, you guys haven't played anybody yet, so you wouldn't know that. Fifty-five <laughs> you guys play? To zero, though. Come on. Who'd now. you play, Temple? Well, Utah Ooh. State. Utah State. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Skiing school. Hey, so one last one, then we'll wrap it up. I'm excited to ask this one because Will Matthews has a a hilarious question that made me laugh out loud. Who is his favorite son-in-law? And Sergio M asks to be specific. Is it Conrad L mortgage guy or Andrade L Idolo? That's hilarious. Shout out to Sergio L mortgage guy. Love that. Uh, it's a tie. Oh fuck off! We know the real answer. We just don't want heat from down under. I get it. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun. Oh, you will be too. We're gonna be back next week, uh, doing a little bit of talk about your last match in TNA with uh, oh, you and God. Sting from 2011. Do we have to and relive that? <laughs> we don't have to. We, we, we can just bullshit about what's going on and maybe catch everybody up on your take on the latest AEW and WWE controversies because I'm sure there yeah, will be new. It's exciting. Was there a WWE controversy I don't know about? Well, in wrestling, it's like the weather in Alabama. If you don't like it, just wait a few minutes. It'll change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, All right, gonna, man. Love you guys. We'll see you guys next week right here on To Be The Man.
Get the house you want with the payment you want at buywithconrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com.